Characters Here podcast. I am your host, Arthur and artist, Sharday. On this show, we talk about our goals and dreams and becoming our better selves. You'll be inspired by incredible interviews and motivated by success stories. And the best part is you'll be a part of the community. Yes, you can be a character too. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at SLF underscore entertainment. And for more information, visit charactersheres.com. Hey everybody, it's Charday on Characters Here Podcast. I am here with a room full of people that you all are going to love by the end of this episode. So I'm not going to even introduce them. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Start with my man to the right. My name is Dominique Turner Rambo. This is uh, Shaquille Arnold. Follow me on Instagram at uh, Shaq1193. Facebook, Shaquille Arnold. Our topic today is about this question. Would you risk it all? Put it all out on the table and be honest with this person that you you know, that you want to be with. And they were 100% honest with you, wanting the same thing. Would you be able to do it? That's the question of discussion. So the reason why this is a really hard question, because you have to really think about all of the things you've probably done from like maybe your high school to your 20s or you in your 20s now or wherever you are in life. So <clears throat> let's think about like cheating. Now, sometimes we can bro about cheating and it can be more like something minor, right? Where it's kind of like, oh, it wasn't a big deal. Two months. I don't love her. Ain't nothing big. Then you think about something like three years and you playing games. So when you actually find the person that you actually love, the question is, is would you honestly put like all of your flaws, all of the things that you've done wrong in your past, even the good stuff, too, and present it to somebody and see if they will accept you for who you are. Because a lot of times we don't want to be criticized for the things that we've done in our past. So we keep a lot of our stuff to ourselves and keep it concealed. So we won't have to be judged. But then people look at us and think that we're perfect. So then it kind of, it already fucks the relationship up before it even begins. That's true. Because you have to have that level of honesty with that person. Because who you were before them is totally different to who you are now. And that makes a really big difference. Because you could have been the most immature, out of control person, but you changed over time. You've grown to be mature and be actual man for this woman, or you've been you're able to express your flaws. And if I'm able to do it, it's really not that much to put on the table. But for other people, it might be. I want to ask you this question: Why would it be easy for you to be able to risk it all and put it all on the table for somebody else? I don't know. It seems like. <laughs> You going into this kind of blindfolded, you don't know what the other person's reaction is going to be. So if you're putting basically your whole heart on the table for them, mm-hmm. why would that be easy to do? Because, like I said before, who I am now is different from who I was. And if they see that I'm mature and me telling them my past, they will be more shocked to know what I used to be and grow to love the person I am now. And with her as well, like whatever her past was, if she's if, if I can put her and well. The 21-year-old her and the 25-year-old her next to each other, I should be able to tell the difference. I shouldn't see the same qualities from a different person. So it's it's it's, it's very important because if the 21-year-old me walks up, <laughs> I should not be able to – I should be able to tell who exactly that man was. And she should be able to tell, okay, that was you then, this is you now. I want who you are now, not who you were before. 
because the me before this person wasn't ready through relationships. So like <clears throat> the bad experience that you go through in a relationship can lead you to somebody better. And maybe the person that you've seen, it could be five years ago, you've met this person and you tried to talk, but you weren't ready for that person yet. <clears throat> and they come back around again and everything is lined up to who you are. And everything's lined up who she is and you're ready to love each other. So what's a real deal breaker? So when you're sitting there, because from your standpoint, y'all might feel like if I put something on the table, okay, that's cool. But from other from the other side, when you're dealing with somebody else, what's something that is that you really feel like you probably couldn't stand for to know that they did in their past? Infidelity, for one, because if you broke someone else's trust, I have to think about putting in consideration that you can break mine as well. So this is you strictly talking about marriage or. Or is that just cheating? Cheating, cheating in general. Period. Okay, <laughs> I just gotta ask because yeah, <laughs> cheated before any of your relationships. But you, there's certain reasons why people have to do certain things, and being young, people make careless decisions, and we're not. <clears throat> when we do certain things, we're not. We do it based off of emotions, so we just act spontaneously, not realizing what we do. Now, being more grown about it. You realize, okay, well, we shouldn't go for this tick for tack because it ain't gonna cut it. It's not gonna. That means we're just not gonna make it. So, what if she just felt like she really had no choice? Because some people don't really just do do stuff just to do it. But some people find themselves in standpoints where they have to. They feel like they they're just left with no choice at all. That doesn't mean I'm condoning it. I'm just saying. I just kind of get how <laughs> some people do their wrongs. Some people haven't mastered that part of just like leaving. Because it feels like there's some form of connection and they're living off of foundations of what's keeping them together. And that's weird because a lot of people just live literally off of foundations. Like, okay, I've known you since I was 12. Um, we've learned how to drive together. We've had our first time going to prom together. We've had sex together for the first time. We've done all these things for the first time. You start fucking up and then it's like, okay, I'm just literally just throwing everything in the back because of foundations. And then the minute I find somebody else male or female, that person that's been doing wrong trips out and feels like you're horrible and you're wrong for what you did. You have to take into consideration that foundations crumble too. And it all depends on what the foundation was built on. If it was built on just time spent, time goes away. Time destroys things. Time destroys bodies. So you have to look at the fact that even though that was the first person she ever did anything with, period, if it wasn't grounded in something great, then it won't. It was going to crumble beforehand. So yeah, you the whole 80-20 thing is possible, but if you were if you started out with 40 <laughs> and you find somebody who's giving you 60, I'm gonna leave the less and go with the more. That's <laughs> just me being honest. But I won't do it in a way with like actually letting a relationship die, then you know, go off and be with the person I was meant to be with. You said something about uh, 80-20, which is kind of funny because I've heard a lot of people speak on that. And that's crazy because it's a really big number. And I've seen a lot of people miss that desire, that 20% so badly that they'll leave that whole 80% behind. And some people proclaim that they that didn't matter to them. And some people actually have very strong regrets like, what are y'all opinions on that? Like, is that, what is that? Is that crazy or what is it? The 80 20 thing does, you have a point there. 80% is a lot more than 20. That 80 can go down 
to a 50. The 80 can get lower than what it is over time. If you've seen the 80 decrease, then the 20 can become an 80 and the 80 you got can become a 20. Depending on what's been going on, you can have 100. She could be perfect, but <laughs> she can be the perfect girl for you. But it'll be certain things that she does over time that will decrease that. Like, say, for instance, okay, like there, there are a lot of things to boost and to, and to like decrease a person. Like, let's say a girl is like a, like a strong seven. Like she has all the qualities of a strong seven. I'm talking about a strong seven, right? A strong seven. Her conversation and her personality and how she treats you, the way you treat her, can bump her up to a 10 based off just because of how she is around you and what you all can talk about. She could be a nine and just be horrible. <laughs> and it would drop her. Don't care. It doesn't matter how good she looks. Her attitude and the way she carries herself and what she does and what you all talk about can drop her down lower. Okay. So this 20%, though. That's not that doesn't seem like an illusion to y'all sometimes, because a lot of times we're sitting here and we're with somebody for a long time and somebody you let's say you run across your 20 percent. But this is real important. Like, let's say it's it's regarding it might be lovemaking. You know, you could be getting touched a certain way or you might have had your partner wanting to run your bathwater for years. He still hasn't done it. And that 20 percent come in and say, look, hey, check it out. <laughs> I can run that water for you, baby. <laughs> with no problem. <laughs> And she like, you know what? Hey, uh, he runs my bathwater. Bath like, it doesn't matter. But, okay, let's say after a while, that's it. It was just, he ran the bathwater. You literally, I've seen people leave for those reasons and then be like, well, that was it. This is it for us. Just that bathwater. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, so what now? You have to be satisfied with the bathwater. <laughs> That's what you ask for. If you leave a person over the smallest thing, like, oh, he doesn't tell you you're pretty enough. But if I say you're beautiful today and don't say it tomorrow, I still feel the same way. <laughs> like, like, as I mean, like, it could be like men for cooking. Like, the wife doesn't cook, but your side chick cooks. Yeah. But she can't cook a pot of rice. This girl can make yams, beans, greens, tomato, potatoes. You name it, she can cook it. <laughs> for real. But the lady that's cooking for you may look like a foot. <laughs> but she can cook, though. So is the food worth leaving over? Because, I mean, I could take my wife to mom like, Mama, please give this woman some cooking lessons because I've lost weight because she can't cook. <laughs> I look emaciated right now. Because my wife cannot cook. That can that right there, just making the effort to say, babe, you're know, working cooking skills. Like, you know what, babe? I'm going to work on my cooking because I see, you know, you always eat now. You never come home. I think you eat somewhere else or just doing some somebody else. So I'm going to start cooking. Like, women see certain things that you're not doing or it, 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 like if they're not being acknowledged enough for the certain things that they do, they might go out and find something else too. Like, I mean, like just saying, babe, this tastes good. Even though it was good yesterday, it's going to be good today. <laughs> Women need reassurance. They need a lot of reassurance to let them know that what they're doing is good and they need consist. They need consistency and reassurance. Okay. You can consistently reassure a woman. <laughs> she will consistently be with you and be consistent with everything she does for you. If I say, babe, that tastes good last night. 
she might cook it again next week because you said it was good yeah. or whatever she did to get you she has to consistently do that too it's vice versa for men if i was i mean okay like and then another thing with like standards like if you were used to chicken strips and french fries and you're expecting somebody to take you off a steak and lobster you have to remember you used to eat chicken strips and french fries you have to have some form of consistency in a relationship so consistency that basically puts us right into stability as well exactly okay so one thing that's kind of getting me with seeing relationships and stuff like that is that i've seen situations where people find themselves doing the same thing repetitively or it's just like let's say i'm i'm with a person and i'm saying hey i love you you know good morning or you look beautiful today and it starts to be creating a moment of being dull where it's just like i think partners after a while don't believe in it no more because it's starting to become so it's like repetition so it's just like we're doing the same thing every day how do i honestly know that you really think i'm beautiful or is that something that you're just saying because we've been together for so long if i'm texting you and we're together if i'm interested in somebody (laughs) and i'm talking to them and i say good morning 95 percent of the time i'm gonna say i'm gonna take it back 99 percent of the time you are the first person i think about before i thank god for my day if you were consistently the first the second person i think about then that means something if i'm constantly saying good morning have a good day i'm really caring about your day that's not something that should be looked upon as being repetitive or unnecessary like that's that's consistency i'm reassuring the woman i'm with that dang you look good today Three times. Don't get tired of it. You should soak that in and be, and that should let you know, I am wonderful. I'm loved and I look good. That'll build her self-love up and it'll like make her love herself more because she knows that she has somebody consistently telling her that. Like, You shouldn't get bored if you know the person genuine or what they're saying. So <laughs> I love the consistency in a relationship. Now, I'm going to jump back to this risk it all thing because I'm still stuck on that, y'all. Um, I can't put it all on the table. That is such a big risk. It's like now I understand why people take so long to tell somebody that they love them because <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. This expectation level is just it's too many things you have to think about. The right things that can happen and the wrong things that can happen. If you put it all on the table for somebody you think you don't even completely know because one person could be showing you one face this whole time that they like really, really want to be with you. But then when you actually try to like say, OK, you know, let's jump in this together. And they'd be like, Skirt! <laughs> you don't know, like that can really turn the situation upside down. So I could not risk it. all. I would have to honestly have spent so much time with this person to where I see how they are with family, with me, with uh, just regular people. You really have to see how a person moves when they're in the world. And that right there, I feel like, is when you could be able to be like, okay, we're on the same page. And you don't even have to worry about risking it all because there's no risk because you know that this person is in it as much as you're in it. So the risking it all thing, that's too risky. But telling the person everything the consistency though like when you're in a relationship with somebody i 100 percent 
love the consistency. I feel like consistency should be a, a part of the conversation. Y'all should always have communication. Now, I will say, <laughs> if that's like, honestly, I will say, I think it does get boring when a person is still doing something the same way, especially if you feel like after so long, it should be amped up. Because be honest, if somebody, all they did was just tell you, you know, you're looking good, you're looking good every single day, and you hearing it for Billy Bob, <laughs> Billy Bob sound good saying it for some reason. I don't know. It's like it's like when your parents are telling you, okay, now you need to stop hanging with them people. Stop hanging with those people because they ain't. You like, mama, like, <laughs> daddy, like, these are my friends. And then next thing you know, you have a teacher who you think is the coolest teacher ever. And they're like, hey, I've been watching you. Don't hang with them. You like, dang, Mr. Cooper, you so right. Sometimes it takes an outside force to really nudge you in that direction to believing like, okay, that wasn't for me because like past relationship, I didn't see it. And then when my friends would tell me, I was like, okay, why they're telling me this? Like it has nothing like one in my business, but it wasn't until when my parents started to say something. It's vice versa. I mean, sometimes your parents say it and your friends just say, but like it took my parents for me to like go. They literally saw the road because they were there. Someone wiser can tell you. I mean, yeah, like like you might say, hey, you look beautiful today. But Billy Bob may be like, dang, girl, you looking fine. Like some wine. Girl, oh, my God, girl, you look good. Like, girl, you like a brick house, girl. But you can say, gosh, you were just gorgeous today. My gorgeous, just because you, cause you're hearing it from me. Like, that's something that I'm supposed to do. But when you hear from outside, you really, like, that boosts your confidence up. You walk in the house feeling like you walking on air, but... Like, dang, Billy Bob said it looked good. But he ain't, I ain't never heard Bay say it the way he said it. But I mean it more because I've seen you from what you used to look like to now. And I've watched you grow to become beautiful. And if you've been consistently beautiful, I'm going to tell you consistently. That is a really good point. All I'm saying is people get bored. If you have confidence, I'm telling you, things get in every relationship, things going to get boring. Why do you always hear people say, oh, we have to spice it up. That's how you keep a marriage going. Or that's how you, you know, stay together after 20 years. You always have to introduce something else. You can always tell a person the same positive, you know, reinforcements. But I'm telling you, after so long, it gets, it's repetitive. It really is. It gets a little boring. And you can. You have to, though. You have to make it necessary. You'd be like, you know what? Instead of telling you, I'm going to show you. You know, <laughs> you got to be creative with it. She wake up like, oh, I was about to brush my teeth. Look at this. Okay. You got to do things like that. <laughs> so y'all was just talking about like the Billy Bob dude. Is that once again, is that like the 20%? Because that's one of the moments where two people are saying the same thing. But I guess it's how it's presented. That makes me feel like a competition is going on up in here or something, because I'm sitting here and if I done told you that you you fine as hell, then I'm like, I mean, I think that we just said the same thing. I thought we did. It's, I just used the H word. Yeah, <laughs> he just said F and I just said hell. Like, my I don't get it. Yeah, I felt a little more emphasis on my hell. Let, let me explain this. You got to understand, the person that you with, you know this person and they're supposed to know you in and out. You know each other like you fold a piece of paper the back of your hand. You know how many toes they have. You know if that toe, that second toe is longer than the big toe. You know, yes, I'm trying to tell you. You you are so used to this. 
of course, when you hear somebody else say it, that 20%, even though it's said the exact same way, for some reason, it's just like, like this shining light just hits you. And you're just like, the wind's blowing through your hair. Like, you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> because it's new. It's different. It's like when you hear, you could go to one church, right? And you can hear the word and you go to church all the time. You know your pastor. You love your pastor. You love when he preach and speak the word because you know he's going to give it to you. But for some reason, y'all got to visit a pastor and he come up there. He done said the same thing your pastor said. Just said it. He said it probably in a way that, <laughs> that just made you go like, OK, I'm going to stand up on this. one. I like that you brought that up. <laughs> because when I tell you. It's like that, especially in the church. But you also have to take into consideration that the word from somebody else, that's another vessel used to get to you. So, yes, you've been hearing you're going to hell if you keep doing this, you're going to hell, you're going to hell. But somebody might say you don't have to go if you do this one thing. So you don't have to go. But if you're constantly being told I'm going to go if I keep doing it, but you haven't been told what to do if you don't like like what will get you out of going if you're being constantly told um okay in the beginning god could have nerd right you can be told the same thing but once they break that down to you that one verse can change your entire perception and everything because it's 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 been proven like you can never read the same thing and get something out of it so yes you've been hearing the pastor come a fire but that person that guest speaker could have been younger he could have been a younger preacher. He could have been an older preacher. He could have been a single man preaching to single women. He could have been a married man teaching them, and they can all relate to the same thing, but in a different way. Like I related something to using a, a GPS on a phone. And that sermon has been preached, Jesus come in a storm since the beginning of time, literally. But the way I came with it was totally different from what somebody else would have said or the prodigal son. I don't look at it from the son being like, I, I'm not looking at the younger son that left. I'm more focused on the one that stayed because he's a lot like how we are. You stayed in the church. You've been a part of the church your whole life. You've been in every ministry. You've done everything you're supposed to do. And then somebody who used to be just a, just a hellion, every single day comes back for rededication and everybody's recognizing what this person is doing, but you have, you will forgot to look up at the scoreboard and see that you've been winning ever since they're just now coming back. So you should accept, excuse me, you should accept them with the same amount of love that you've always been getting. You know what I'm saying? And that changes the whole demographic of what you listen to from different, from someone else. Like I may not have looked at her hair that day and said, Oh my goodness, your hair looks good like that today. But even though I'm saying you look beautiful, I'm not going into complete detail. Am I looking at her from the top of her toe to her toenails? Am I not admiring every bit of her that she's been fashioned from? You know what I'm saying? So when somebody else say, dang, girl, your hair look good. Oh, oh my goodness, your lips are good with your lipstick on. I saw all of that before she left the house. I just put everything that I saw into you look beautiful today. So this goes right back to that 20%. So clearly what you're saying is, is that the 80, we put things in a hole. We just see overall everything. So it's like when I'm sitting here and let's say that, you know, 
I might cook, clean, make sure you're good, tell you to have a great day, tell you good morning every day, tell you look beautiful. That's just overall thing, but none of it is broken down. So then somebody else might come in and they might be like, you know, hey, you look beautiful for all of these particular reasons. <laughs> you know, he might literally tell you how not only how he paid for the meal, but how he went about paying for the meal and how he went out his way and stuff like that. And then it makes it seem like as if your partner isn't necessarily doing anything. If they're not doing anything, then that's one thing. But if they are, that's another thing. But there are some I guess there are some people that can just show things from a different perspective. So that's like sitting there saying, like, the grass is green on the other side. Well, it isn't greener, but we're sitting here actually showing why it's not like, you know, how they used to tell you, hey, the grass ain't green on the other side. But they ain't never say, hey, why it's not? They just be like, hey, that's it's not greener. Yeah. You put that mulch in there, you know, perennials, annuals, stuff like that. They they didn't tell you all of that. So you just kind of. So then that makes you ask, okay, if I have 80 percent, then what is my partner? Is the grass already green where I'm at? And I'm just not putting in the same equal effort myself. Okay, y'all ready for this rhyme real quick? So when you put in the time, not just like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. What else? <laughs> I, uh, I 100% agree with you, but I always say that everybody is not the same. I'm a person, I can get it. Just You just tell me and I'm good. Don't go over there. I see you. I see what happened to Shirley over there. She fell. I got you. I ain't going over there. But <laughs> you got some people that have to go over there just to know what it's like and get beat up a little bit. And then they're like, you know what? Y'all was right. I just had to learn my lesson. So, you know, I'm going to come back over here. At Like you said, at certain times, it's going to be like, and it depends on the days. Like I said, it's about not just consistency. It's about conversation. You have to communicate. She probably would not have even gave like any, any, she wouldn't have opened her ears to Billy Bob saying she looked cute today because she knew at home she had her man who was telling her that every day because it was already at this level. When you are in a relationship and you kind of feel like this and then, oh, okay, I feel like that. And then you still feeling at this same monotone level. And then when Billy Bob comes around and say, oh, you look great, which is something that the person you with tells you. But for some reason, when you hear it, that reason is because you've been feeling like this. Now, on my level of from when I was saying that is that the other person, yeah, you may be saying you look good, you look beautiful, but you you notice everything about that person except for really how they really feel about it. Maybe they just don't want you to tell them. Maybe they want you to show them. Like, you know, a lot of times people say it's not what you say is what you do. You may be saying I'm beautiful. What you doing around this house? Are you cleaning up? Are you picking up these kids from school? That is a way to show somebody, you know what? You beautiful. Let me rub your feet. You know, things like that. So not you're not wasting your time by telling your person that you are with. I appreciate you and you're lovely. But sometimes you actually have to dig in there a little deep and be like, I just really, really want you to know that you ain't got to do nothing today. I got all this. OK, when you come home from work, you just sit down. I got this because you know what? You are beautiful. And you like tell me every day I'm beautiful. But just the way you broke it down right there. Oh, like, yes. That's why I say through the years, you have to always find something to amp it up. Because, like, I'm telling y'all, these people getting divorces out here in these streets. <laughs> it ain't safe. Okay, so let me ask you this. What is a what is a no-go for you regarding um, when you're sitting here and you're getting ready to put everything on the table? What's something that somebody could tell you 
that's basically gonna make you be like, oh, hell no, nah, I can't, uh, I can't ride with that. <laughs> Just like, I'm so picky. <laughs> and I, and then y'all gotta understand when we go through these stages in our lives. Like you said, you, you got you gonna meet a person at different areas in their lives. At this point in my life, I'm 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 so focused on where I'm trying to go. I ain't trying to get in no relationship. But when I'm with people who I see who are getting in relationships, I always be like, okay, now I hope they're doing this for the right thing and not just to be in a relationship because that can make you suffer. What was your question? (laughs) What is something somebody, like you're talking to somebody and y'all getting ready to put things on the table, what is something that they could tell you that's going to basically make you be like, I don't think I could do this? Like, what's your deal breaker? My deal breaker would be actions. Actions really, that's my thing. A person can say everything under the sun. Like I said, you have to see how a person is in different elements. When you see that true person or who they really are and they really open their heart to you in that way, sometimes risking it all and putting on table in those words, that's that don't mean nothing. When you out there showing yourself in the world and who you really are and what you're trying to do and what difference you're trying to make, not just in the world, but within yourself, that's something that, you know, I could see as being appreciative. So if a person is not doing that and they're still on this level of trying to play, 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 and, you know, I'm just doing this because everybody else is doing it. They follow this wave, this trend. Everybody getting married, so I want to get married. Everybody having kids, so I want to have kids. This type of thing, then that type of stuff is a deal breaker. A person not being their individual, true self. That's what I will be a deal breaker for me. And me changing. Because <laughs> I ain't ready yet. <laughs> So you want trend centers and not a trend follower? Yeah, I can I can definitely dig that. Or just person who's just a leader, like yeah, when he yeah. walks in the room, he just they know who he is. The deal breaker for me is I would say um, self love, because self love can be in I mean the self like the self love thing can be a deeper rooted thing. It could be it could be rooted in insecurity. It could be rooted in self-esteem well self-esteem and security go hand in hand but still like it could be rooted in how you see yourself if you see yourself as ugly and somebody tells you you look nice they're not going to accept it the right way and they're going to ask you what motives do you have with me now if you say you look nice today you look good and she has self-love she's gonna be like thank you i i know but she won't say that i know in a way like like she's like oh Thank you. When she walk off, I've, I've known she she's known that she was either been told or she looked in the mirror and said, I see you. She probably high fives herself in the mirror because she knows she looks that good. She has that kind of self-love and know that she's worth her weight and however much gold she thinks she's worth. If a girl worth her, if she, if she knows she's worth her weight in gold, then you should treat her as such. With self-love, if you don't view yourself as the main prize, no one else will view you the exact same way. And confidence, too. Like, if you're carrying yourself in in that manner of saying you know you look good. If a woman has self-love before she gets in a relationship, you will love her just as much as she loves herself. Because in the end, you will, you know, if marriage is the goal, you will eventually love the same person. You will love each other because if I love myself, have respect for myself, she has respect and love for herself, then we are going to inevitably respect and love each other. 
So basically, this is one of those places where, which I think that's something you uh, talked about, Sade, when two people are happy and then they meet each other and they become excited. So that I think that's the whole idea of like what self-love is. Well, and that's that goes right back to why I think you should always start off with probably being friends with somebody first, because then y'all can actually get to see each other's blind spots and things like that. So when it's like if I tell you, hey, this isn't for you today, you won't have to question me. You're just like, well, if shit, if Dominique said it, obviously something ain't right. So this ain't for me today. And then it's like eventually as time goes on, we get so comfortable with each other where it's just like we can understand why we're here on this earth breathing and what we're here, what we're doing and stuff like that. So it's like when two people actually have their lives and they understand what they're here for, they're not expecting certain things from other people to make them happy because they're already happy. So it's almost like we're coming in and we're just like, look, God sent me here and I'm here to be your helper. What's up? And it's just when we find that place and we look at each other and you realize that we're two people that can just change this world in our own little world, then it's like we're here. I think that's I think that's what can complete everything is that we're not necessarily working on ourselves. Like Shaq said, I think self-love is really important because we'll come into a situation half ass and then feel like that's okay. So in saying all of this, do you believe that if a person, well, I can't say 100%, but if you have self-love, then you're able to risk it all? Can you agree with that? You know, that's crazy because honestly, me being as ignorant as I am, I'm probably just going to go in there, especially if I feel it genuinely like this is for me, whether how I am personally, I'll go in and just put it out there. Because I mean, regardless, I'm going to have to be honest anyway eventually i'd rather just put all my shit up front this is where i am and what we doing because <laughs> uh, i'd rather be in the situation where all my stuff's up front and you could take some time you could think about it look at my resume see if i got the job or not and believe in me and you baby yes if you have faith you can change the world <laughs> and i will put this cape on and i will be i'm about to fly <laughs> i'm thor with the hammer <laughs> If you believe in me the way I know I believe in myself, we can shake the world together. We can be Team Wonderful. Put, and it, put it in the oven, Shane. Put it, put it in the oven. Lock it, turn the timer on, and let the yeast charge. Cook. And when it come out, it's going to be ready. I won't have to. I won't even have to think that it's ready because when you walk up to me, the look on your face is going to say, baby, this is a full yeast. <laughs> I'm ready. Saw the yeast. A lot of, it's been a lot of time has passed, but who I am now? <laughs> Are you ready? Because <laughs> I'm ready for me too. And I'm ready for you to be ready. Like, baby, take the yeast. Like, do you see the cape I have on? Did you see the entrance? Wait. That could be, yeah, putting that, putting everything out on the table and showing a person my flaws because I won't lie. I'm a procrastinator, but (laughs) I really struggle with procrastination. But sometimes a procrastinator needs a motivator. Truly, it's true because if you don't have any motivation to do anything, you're going to not get to it. 
like this um person I'm like currently talking to. And I was like, I'm gonna go to the gym. She was like, okay, well, go four times. Uh, I'm, I'm saying, I said, I'm gonna go to, to the gym four times this week, four days a week, right? Mm-hmm. She said, okay, at least do three. But if you don't, I'm not going to talk to you. I went to the gym three days a week. I've been going to the gym three days a week for two weeks now. Sometimes it takes somebody to motivate a procrastinator. <laughs> Like, like I said, I'm going to take a half day, right? And I'm going to take a half day Friday and go up to the school. She hit me with that. Do you want me to remind you? I didn't have to ask. Say, hey, can you mind reminding me? She said, do you want me to remind? I said, that would be crazy. She hit me with that. I got you. To me, if I, (laughs) she, she was doing it for Wakanda. Serious, like, like to me, if I tell a person I got you, and this is an all serious, no, is like, and this is an all serious. When I tell someone that I got them, if I say I got you, yeah. that's just you could put that right next to me saying I love you, gotcha. because that's giving you once again that reassurance of like, if he says he got me, then he got me. He won't have to worry about it. Because when I say I got you, so when I got the I got you back and then I got the reminder on Monday, don't forget about the school stuff requested today. I start school in June for Saturday school because I'm a procrastinator and it takes a motivator to push a procrastinator. That's true. Even if they don't fully know you might be a procrastinator, they can somewhat tell Okay, he said he's gonna do it, but is he really gonna do it? Because he might be one of these people who just talk a good game but don't do it. So let me put a reminder on his mind. Let me see the reminding him will get him to do it. And this will show me that he may need a push, but once he's when once he's nudged, he's not going to stop. He's gonna keep doing it because of the nudge. I, I like those those tips of like having it's basically opposites attract. Yes. That that is something else. Now I don't want to go too long on that topic because I used to heavily believe that opposites attract, but sometimes it looks like that opposites are attract to the extreme these days. I think you have to have more similarities than you do the opposites because when you have too many differences, I think that will actually help people to know that, yes, opposites attract, but <laughs> y'all should have more things in common than y'all do apart. There's going to be, maybe he likes his anime. You know, maybe he liked that. And maybe you like to go to the nail salon like every Tuesday. I might, yes. <laughs> like she might like hamburgers and I might like chicken sandwiches, but it's still a sandwich in some f- way shape or fashion she may like action movies i may like action comedy but there's still action going on opposites do attract but you're right you do need more similarities like we have to be on the same page in some things maybe our likes and dislikes may differ but if we're on the same road like if it's controlled chaos like i'm i have this going but you have this but the main thing is that we get there it's like making a cake. It's controlled chaos. 
you're mixing everything together. Yeah, you get your eggs. You're not going to take, you're mixing your eggs up together with some milk, this and that. And it's all being stirred together, creating chaos. But once they all come together and get put inside of the oven, it comes out to be a cake. I wouldn't say opposites attract. I would say there's a balance attraction. I need, you need a balance in your life. I'm going to say the word of the day is balance. When it comes to, and this will actually make sense, I actually feel more comfortable with the whole risking the thing out on the table. Thank you for bringing this up. This actually changed me, to be honest. I'm so serious because I'm telling you, in the beginning, I was like, nope, never, never, ever, ever, never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever, 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 ever. But now, when I think about it, when you have a balance, a connection with somebody where y'all can meet in the middle, no matter how far you go in certain areas, you you a majority of the time you are together in things at that time. It's I would be able to risk it because there's a balance. There's this you respect what I do. I respect what you do. And we respect each other. Like I can I can see that now risking it all for somebody who, you know. And I like how um, you brought up the word connection. Maybe see a lot of people do think. Well, sometimes it may be a forced connection. Like you meet somebody and everything feels forced in a way you're doing it because you think you have to rather than you feel that you have to it's not anything that's organic like trying to peek into his interest but really i don't care what he likes i just you know want him in a certain aspect i get you you're you're yeah you're forcing the connection like it's like you're being forced like you're forcing yourself to play like you're interested Mm -hmm. but you only want one thing in the end but if two people have an organic connection, they're going somewhere with that connection. And you won't have to question how they feel about you because you feel what they feel. And when you feel that their connection is organic and yours is organic, both of you can put it out on the table and still have the same connection afterwards. I really, 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 really love how you broke this down because I'm telling you, I was on the fence. I was going to be on a negative the con team from beginning to end, but I became a pro. You know, I that breaking it down and making me see both sides, like your side of it, that really makes me feel like, you know what? The word today is balance. Attraction can be a distraction. Connection, communication. This 80-20 thing is going to happen every now and again, but as long as it's in a relationship that you all can, you know, you know this person in and out, and y'all always want to move like this you always want to move up a level in a relationship so I really really I hope people that are listening really really got something from this because I got a whole lot from it and I learned a lot from it so we're gonna end it right here if y'all would like to hear Mr. S-H-A-Q again he gonna go and let you know where you can follow him at (laughs) (laughs) Uh, follow on Facebook Shaquille Arnold S-H-A-Q-U-I-L-L-E Arnold or um, Instagram Shaq1193. Alright, so that's uh, Facebook, Dominic L. Turner Rambo Twitter, Rose Tweeted the D and Instagram DLC2013 And you know where you can find me, I am Sade, the host of Characters Here Podcast You can go to charactershere.com to find out about all the other episodes and as well as share this episode Support this podcast and y'all have a great weekend. 
Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a comment and share this episode. You can follow me on Twitter at Characters Here and learn more at charactershere.com. And remember, don't be a stranger, be a character. Be a character. Be a character.